Welcome everyone to Bruise Clues. I'm Melanie. And I'm Lisa. And still in my Disney voice we practiced. Totally. And today we're recording in Lisa's garage, which gives us probably some of the best audio. Surrounded by bikes. I see a what the hell is that? The arcade machine? An arcade. Who has an arcade machine in their garage? <laughs> well, to be fair, it doesn't work. So that's, that's awesome, though. Yeah, dude, Trey's it's got a joystick it. and everything. Well, eventually, it's going to be cool. Some of these toys will be cleared out. We're going to yeah. have a shed, and this is going to be the hangout spot. It's We're the facing- coolest garage, you guys, because there's so much. Like, if I was eight, I would be like, whoa, this is the coolest garage I've ever been in. There's so <laughs> many cool cool, fun things. There's a hot things. dog cart. There's a hot dog cart right next to me. I mean, come on. <laughs> Popcorn machines. Crazy. Uh, and also a kegerator. So Yeah, it's fun for, for everyone. It is fun for everyone in here. So we have a couch and then we have a table in front of us. And we originally had the garage door open and we were going to do it live. And <laughs> the neighbors, live audience. The neighbors Just people walking their dogs did by. did not plan to come to our live show. But, Maybe um, next time. Yeah. And there's kayaks overhead. I mean, this cool, this garage couldn't get any cooler. So yeah. I'm honored to it, be here. It could get cleaner, but that's that's we'll a different do that. that's we'll a different that. thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's up to you, little lady. What are we talking All right. about? Right. This story, man. Um, I gave a little bit away last week, but not too much. Hopefully, I heard about it on a ghost tour mm. in Key West. Mm. So this this goes way back. Our story begins in Key West, Florida on April 22nd, 1930. 20-year-old, she was almost 21 at the time, local Cuban-American woman Maria Elena Malegros de Hoyos fell ill with suspected tuberculosis. Accompanied by her mother, they arrived at the U.S. Marine Hospital in Key West for some testing. 53-year-old Carl Tanzler, who was a radiology technician, was assigned to draw her blood and perform an x-ray. As soon as he saw Elena, he fell into a deep obsession. He believed this dark-haired beauty was the same one he had visions of years ago, so she must be his one true love. Elena's prognosis wasn't good, as was many uh, at the time with tuberculosis in the 30s. She had an extremely severe case, and she wasn't expected to live much longer. The middle child of two sisters, Elena was born in Key West in 1909, the daughter of a cigar maker and homemaker. She loved cooking, dancing, Rudolph Valentino movies, and she was an accomplished singer. So much so that she was often stopped for pictures with tourists while she was out and about, and she was also very beautiful, so she was like somewhat of a local beauty. Wow. At 16, she married Louis Mesa and soon after was pregnant with their first child. She miscarried the child. Soon after, Mesa left her and moved to Miami. Oh, what an... Okay, we don't like Mesa. We don't like him. He's trash. He just up and leaves, yeah. That's rude. After a miscarriage, so... Right, cool. and she's 16. I don't know how old he was, but a wow. 16-year-old. Yeah, real winner there. Yeah. So she gradually started developing this cough, which her family assumed must have been a result of all the trauma she just experienced, Mm -hmm. even though tuberculosis was growing in high numbers everywhere at the time. But um, so we know now that the cough was the beginning symptoms of tuberculosis. Tuberculosis is a bacteria that mainly affects the lungs and is spread by an infected person coughing or sneezing. 
I have had a cold these past couple days. So if you hear me coughing, I'm going to try and do it off the mic, but I don't think it's tuberculosis. Okay, good. You know, pretty sure, you know, um, for a lot of like, uh, jobs in healthcare, you have to get tuberculosis tested. Yeah. Mine would always give me false positives. Oh my gosh. But I don't have it. And I don't know. I'm just special, but, um, the special, yeah, especially nerve wracking. It is, yes, but yeah, because it, the it's like a spot. I think I remember on your arm. Yeah, and um, they watch it if it grows or whatever. Mine would always get bigger, and then they would do something else. I can't remember what. I think I even got X-rayed for it because they check your wow. lungs. Yeah, that's and fun. every time you coughed, you were like, "Oh my god, it's happening!" Not really. Oh. At the time, I was younger, so I was like, "I oh. don't know, maybe it's." Maybe I don't know. I really wasn't even thinking about it at the time. I didn't. I really didn't feel that nervous. I'm like, it's not 1930. Yeah, it's like 2012. It's I fine. know. <laughs> now it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. The first uh, I have never had a real like tuberculosis run in, but I remember watching Moulin Rouge and Nicole Kidman's character had it, and then I was like, <gasps> coughing. Oh, blood. didn't um. Didn't uh, the cowboy on the um, – oh, my gosh. My sister-in-law is going to kill me if she hears this because it's like her favorite movie. Um, I'm going to think of it. Yellowstone? Not Yellowstone. Um, I'll come back to this. Okay. Think about it. It's all I can think about now. <laughs> She's just going to yell out some name. <laughs> Doc. Doc. From, Doc McStuffins. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm going to be quiet now. Continue. Just Doc it. from Hill. You thought of it? No. Oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to look it up. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, left untreated, tuberculosis will kill half the people infected within five years. So, time's ticking for Elena. Her cough's around 16 or 17 starting. We know she was 20 when she went into the hospital and her fateful encounter she had then with Carl Tanzler. I think she found it. Doc Holiday. Doc Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> well, you screamed out Doc, so. I can, I can focus again. Sorry. Very either into the story or. <laughs> he had he, tuberculosis. Oh, I know the name, but I don't really know who he is. It's off of a movie. I didn't look that up. I just looked up the character. Doc Who's Holiday. a real person. Is that, um... It's something Tombstone. Tombstone. Oh, okay. This is why okay. I'm terrible at trivia. Because it's like 20 minutes later. I'm like, <laughs> I know the answer, guys. They're like, the papers. Or you hear it and you're so mad at yourself. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, mm. continue. I apologize. Sip beer. It's, it's good. I hate when you can't figure things out Oof. and you're okay. sitting there. Yeah. Um, now you can focus. All right. Carl Tanzler now was born on February 8th, 1877. Around 1920, he met and married Dora Schaefer, and they had two children. They came to the States and settled in Zephyr Hills, Florida, where his sister recently immigrated. He left his wife and children. At that time, he's just like, okay, we're here. Bye. Uh, took a job at the U.S. Marine Hospital in Key West as a radiology technician under the name Count Carl von Kossel. He made his own name up. He made his own name up. Okay. He was eccentric. His wife yep. and other family members later stated he had no royal lineage whatsoever. Don't listen to him. It's a title he created himself. His medical degrees, licenses, and medals were all proven to be forged, though. Mm. But he did read up on radiology and medicine. Cool. Cool. So he read some books. He doesn't yeah. know nothing, mm-hmm. but he should not be called a doctor or be practicing medicine, probably. 
Back to the day at the hospital, Carl sees Elena, and she is the dark-haired beauty he saw in his visions as a child in Germany. He began to give her treatments and do whatever he could to save her. Elena was in a room in her parents' house, and Carl would frequently visit and bring electrical equipment, concoctions, elixirs made with gold, and more. They actually had real gold in them. I don't know if that's a thing or he was just thinking so highly of her. He would shock her with electrodes, then give her medicinal wines. So he was doing all of this free of charge as well. Along with the potions and equipment, he would show up proposing marriage over and over and over. Okay. So to recap, he's shocking her, boozing her up. And then proposing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I see. And there's a giant age gap. Yeah. So she's 17 or 18 at this point? No, she's she's 20 at this point. She oh, sorry, sorry. You said the that. Symptoms. Yep. Okay, so she's 16. Or she maybe gets married. 21. Then she has her miscarriage at some point in between this time. Her husband leaves. She starts developing a cough and mm-hmm. then ends up in the hospital around 2021. 20, yes. Okay. Thanks. And he's like... 53. He's 53. Yep. All right. So, Elena, um, I mean, he proposed so much that he was kicked out of the family home and told never to come back. Elena didn't reciprocate the feelings. I think she was probably getting some pretty strong creeper stalker vibes at this oh. point. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they, he is giving them free medical care. And at that point, it's probably all they feel like they could do to save her because it's kind of a Hail Mary at that point. Yeah. So the family moved and didn't tell Carl where they lived because this is a crazy man who isn't taking no for an answer. He would wander the streets every night hoping to find the house until eventually a sympathetic neighbor or maybe and also a stalker told them where they lived. Um, Maybe the neighbor was the head of HOA as well, just getting up in everybody's business. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Elena's very near death at this point, so the family is essentially like, fuck it, don't have the strength to fight, he found us, do what you gotta do, see if you could save her. They allowed him to give her these medical treatments, still a hard pass in the marriage proposals he was throwing out constantly. During this time, uh, I think this is like 1931, it was 1934, one of his children back home died of diphtheria, so... They were essentially dying at that time. I don't know if he knew or what, but if he had any contact with them. But he missed out on that. So Elena succumbed to her disease on October 25th, 1931. He signed her death certificate, and the reason was violent seizures clinically associated with dormant epilepsy. This is where the story should end, but somehow it gets even more creepy. Mm. He moved into Elena's room. He convinced her grieving family to let him at the price of $20 per month, which would be about $345 today. He built this elaborate mausoleum for Elena's final resting place, and unbeknownst to the family, he had a key and visited every night for two years, bringing her gifts and even installing a telephone. He claimed that when he went there, she visited him in spirit, and he would serenade her and say take me with you and all these crazy things. Elena was still legally married at the time of her death, but Mesa is not on the tombstone. Instead, it says CT.D.Castle, which stands for Countess Damsel Castle, Mm. which is not even a real title, just another way he 
is tying them together. Mm. In 1940, nine years after Elena's death, his sister Nana, or her sister, sorry, Nana, found out that he had stolen her body. He had this wingless airplane that he called Countess Elena on the hospital grounds and claimed back in the day that one day they would fly off together. He also claimed this wingless plane could sail on water as well as fly. So he would bounce between the wingless airplane and he had like a shack on the beach or something. And um, he he just had her body. He had this body for nine years. So he's had to do some work to preserve her. He gave her glass eyes. As her skin decomposed, he would replace it with silk cloth soaked in wax and plaster of Paris. He fashioned a wig for her, which he had previously obtained by her mother. I did not find any more information on that. That, like, maybe he was claiming it to be for a medical reason, that he needed parts of her hair or something, but... How did the sister find out he had her? I am not entirely sure, but it wasn't a secret because he was seen dancing with her in the window, like the front window of the place. So he wasn't really trying to make it a secret. Hmm. I think they suspected and one day it just led to their one of his houses. Um, So he had the wig He filled her cavity with rags to keep her form. He used piano wire and coat hangers to attach her bones together. He used lots of perfumes, disinfectants, and preserving agents to mask the odor of decomposition. So all of this is disturbing. Probably the most disturbing is the vaginal tube they found inserted with a cotton ball at the end that had semen on it that they found during the final autopsy after all of this. So he did face charges when all this came to light, but eventually, I guess there were statute of limitations and they expired. He was a free man. And actually, he was getting a lot of sympathy from the public. He was just seen as an eccentric romantic. And this was viewed as a love story and tale of devotion. Nobody's looking at it for the creepy shit that it is. Everybody's like, he is just so devoted to her and it's so sweet. So, in 1944, he moved back to Zephyr Hills near his wife, Doris, I guess still his wife, who helped support him in the later years. Although, I guess he lived near her, not with her. Maybe they're still buddy-buddy. But still obsessed as ever, he had created a death mask, which is a mold or likeness of someone's face taken after they die, of Elena. And with that, he created another life-size Elena doll, which he had until he died at the age of 75. Wow. So things are coming out now that he may have poisoned Elena because he believed in her death they could finally be together and he would have her. Hmm. There was a note found during renovations in um, 1981 or two that states, She died because I gave this to her mercifully. I mixed the root of Wolfsbane with a cyanite diluted. I don't know if I said that right. I'll edit it in if I didn't. It was palatable and my loved ones departed this world on October 31st, 1931. Suffer no more, sweet Elena. I have sent you to the angels with my golden elixir. 
Someone also claimed that Carl said he would kill Elena if necessary to fulfill his destiny. Mm. Elena's body was buried in an unmarked grave and only known by three people who took that secret to their graves. Now some claim Carl switched the bodies and he had Elena's real body still at the time of his death or that her body was secretly returned to him. Maybe, maybe not. We don't know. But you can go to... There is a fort that still has a display of Elena. Um, it's I thought it was her real body. There's her picture. Oh. Creepy. It's like a horror movie thing. Yeah. It's really... It doesn't even look like a person. That's disturbing. So they have her actual plaque that he made for her. And, uh... I guess, a, a life-size Elena doll of their own in this mm. fort museum in uh, Key West. Martello Museum. Mm. Um, oh, and also, before he left town, he set a time bomb on the tomb that he made for her to blow up. So who knows mm. if it was, like, just a revenge thing, like he was bitter, or there was more to it than that. I don't know. Wow. But that's it. That's crazy, huh? That's crazy. Yes. This guy. Yeah. I feel like that was a little bit lighter than our last couple. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> There's nothing light, but this is kind of just crazy. And a while ago. Wow. And the rest of her family pretty much contracted tuberculosis and passed away. So I don't oh, know. So sad. Like who is left in her lineage. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Yeah. Um, wow. So. it's <laughs> <That's> a lot. <laughs> I remember this. Um, um, do you want to go to Crime on Tap? Yeah. Okay. So we can chit chat? Yes. All right. Ready? Okay. Yay. Time for Crime on Tap. What are we drinking? I am drinking... So it is South Beach Brewing Company, South Peach Shandy, 5.5%, a GMO gluten-free sparkling ale brewed with electrolytes, real peach, and lemon juices. It's very good, and I've been craving a good shandy for a while. And this is, I mean, Florida, you could always use a good shandy, but this is delightful. It's like I knew. It's like you I know me. Well, she said she was sick, so I'm like, well, you're still going to drink a beer with me, but I'm going to make sure it's healthy. Electrolyte beer. That is very thoughtful. Well, Thank you. you know, I'm here to help. I'm here to help to get you drunk even when you're sick. I appreciate That's it. That's what friends are for. So beautiful. As I take my NyQuil tonight, I will think of that angelic voice and play it back. <laughs> well, I was going to offer to bring you NyQuil, but I'm like, no, we drink beer. So on that plan. No, at least wait until NyQuil later that night. It already yeah. probably worked its way out of my body, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. You're fine. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm drinking a Lemonada Rosada. Um, it's a sour ale with raspberry, strawberry, and lime. It's by Tripping Animals Brewing Company in Doral, Florida. So I was nervous about the sour aspect of it because, um, well, some breweries, we will not name any, tend to bastardize sours and make them like 
sludge and they're just like so gross you can't drink them but this is very good actually it's very light refreshing and drinkable and i'm pleasantly surprised Um, she got really mad when she found out she was reading it she goes oh god damn it like why did i get this sour on the phone i guess i'll try it (laughs) at the store and i just grabbed these beers and uh these i didn't realize were sours so that's cool but i'm i'm pleasantly surprised and that's cool do you grab it based on the label most of the time? Probably. Yeah. That's what I do. And um, these were like, there were two of these left and there was like one of each of these. So it also was like, how, what can I grab that's less effort? Yes. On, on just my body. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to open this goddamn beer? freezer door, refrigerator door. <laughs> how much more effort, ABC, do you want me to extend? I want tiny beers for my arms, please. I want them individually. Picked. Got any light beer? No, I mean light to carry. <laughs> wow. Okay, so now I've just really shared a lot about how lazy I am. Um, I remember this story on a trip to Key West. So Key West, um, we were just talking about this that, well, yeah, last week that like Key West is one of those really fun ghost tour towns. Yes, very good. If you go to Key West, you got to go on a ghost tour. Even if you're like, they're terrible. No, they're really fun and Key West. And the same place that we were talking about last week that Robert the doll is in, that's where you can find Elena. Okay. And I remember I remember this story and I don't know if it was during the ghost tour that I was on or in a podcast I listened to afterwards, but I remember um, two things. One was that he, and that's why I asked you if you had the details of it, because mm-hmm. I remember from something, so no source here. This is why we're doing Crime on Tap, because mm-hmm. I don't have this. This is from my memory, so <laughs> let me pull up my stuff and see. Well, as you say, okay. The sister found out about her body, <coughs> Elena's body, when he, what's his name again? Carl. When Carl, okay, so Carl invited Elena's sister over for dinner one night, mm-hmm. and Elena was there. Creepy ass shit. And and then she like came in and saw at the dinner table her dead sister's body, and she ran out screaming, and that's when it like kind of came out that like he'd been like having her he had her body this whole time i don't doubt that because he seems like the kind of person that would just be like what you don't want to eat dinner with me correct yeah so nothing of it true or not that may again be from that may also just be an ad lib from the ghost story tour or whatever because they don't have to stay on factuals here right but i do remember that being pretty jarring that's why i remember that detail yeah, I feel like I heard that too, but we probably did the same ghost tour at different times. Yeah, so they the may things- just put that in there for an extra like added scare effect. Yeah, which is pretty messed up. But I agree, I could also see that happening because someone would have to figure out eventually. Like there, there was a moment where he went from where the general public or even like people in his life went from knowing him to realizing he has a body. Yes, in his home that he's slowly preserving in these very weird ways yes he um 
So I guess she heard rumors or something because okay. he was like dancing in front of the window. Yeah, and stuff, yeah. And then you read, said like, that, and I remember said, that detail too. But he had to move his base of operations to avoid detection. So mm-hmm. he eventually settled on a building on Flagler Ave. He went into hiding. Went into hiding. So that's where he did all the thing, reconstructing her. Yeah. Uh, led to rumors. Rumors led to discovery. So okay. a lot of these are saying rumors. So maybe that's not true, but. Could be, could not, but. Pretty crazy. And then the other thing I remember is a detail about what he did after when he, when they like um, tried to hide her like final burial place. Uh-huh. Um, he went into like drawing or, or creating like cartoons or something. God for like newspapers or ads or something, but it was like the 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 like the character was always her. But again, these are very loose loosely based on my memory here of stories. So also sounds not, accurate though because he clearly didn't give up his obsession. No, he you're right. He remained obsessed for the his whole life. His whole life, the remainder of his life, we'll say, because his whole life was not obsessed with her until he was, like, almost 60. So, really, right. he, he was, was, like, 53, 53 to 75. Yeah. So, I mean, he was obsessed with her for a good portion of her life. But, really, he, he like, dude, you're in, like, the, you're in, like, this final sundown part of your life. Like, really? Now's the time to get a weird obsession with a, with a body? Yeah. It's, like, a weird hobby. It's taking up so much of his time. It's a true obsession. It is. Right. Like. Yeah. He didn't care about her. He cared about himself and the obsession. Yeah. Just because he felt like she must be his because of the vision he had. Yeah, it's ownership. Yes. It's like the the body, like the family. It really, because it's about the family at this point. Because Elena's gone into wherever she went after death. So, like, she's gone. So, it's really like her shell of her body. But then at that point, it's about the family. And the family's, like, absolutely horrified pain knowing that this person isn't in their resting place, their final resting place. She's being, like, raped, essentially. Yeah. Her, her body shell is being, like, just, yeah, ew. It's, like, He had her, vibe. like, creeper vibes. Yeah, dressed up in a wedding dress and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, dude, come on. Like, yeah. Thank God for plastic. And, um, and like real dolls, real girl dolls. Right. Because that's like a thing people can do and you don't have to like use a body. Right. You know, you want to. Maybe if they have those urges, there you go. There you go. Settles it for you. Yeah, we don't kink shame here. No. Get yourself a real doll. Not a. Here's a a plug for real dolls. Dun, dun, dun. If you want to sponsor us, (laughs) call us, DM. (laughs) Take your aggressions out on our dolls. Yeah, don't hate on our bodies, hate on our dolls. Yeah. I mean, it's just plastic. So, right. yeah, I feel like that's like, that was, yeah, oof, man. It's dude. just wild. It I makes mean. me wonder, like, are there other, this is a very famous case. Uh-huh. And I wonder if it's famous because of, I don't know, of the time, because I wonder if this has also occurred in other places yeah you know i but the like with how long it was nine years really that i mean seven years that he had her but then two years he was visiting her and stuff so i don't know if it was just like 
a long, the longest period of being able to hide it or yeah. what, but yeah, something. You know what movie it makes you think of? What? Psycho. Yeah. Did you see that movie? Yeah. And like it's the classic. mom. Yeah. Yeah. Is always preserved. Yep. And like. That was a good show too. Did you see the show version? Mm-mm. Mm. No, I didn't. Pretty good. But yeah, it just makes me think of stuff like that where like people are held on to. And I get like grief is a real thing. And mm-hmm. there's definitely no judgment on like how long you grieve someone. But like he didn't even know her. Yeah. He didn't even know her. She was literally dying when he met her. Yes. And it was never about her. So here, don't get attached. Let's start there. Yeah. She doesn't want you. Let's also She's take sick. a hint there. She's yeah. sick. This girl can't die in peace. She's oh my she's God. dying. And he's like, hey, you want to marry me yet? What about Dude. today? What about today? And you know she was raised in a time period where like you had to be nice to everyone. That's why, that's uh, why she was polite uh, because she was taught. <laughs> I read something that said she was taught that if somebody's showing you kindness, you also reciprocate. Uh, so he's giving free medical care. He's supposedly helping even though we could know that. You know what I bet she did? Hmm. She lit up the freaking room. She did because people stopped to take pictures with her, Elena. Oh, Elena, girl. Oh, rooms. I wish we could have you in our on our couch right now, not in the form with him. Yes. You're a live body, so yes. we could tell you it's okay to be rude to this piece of trash. Well, things are falling in my garage. She might be. Oh, my gosh. Girl, did <laughs> you come from, to talk to us? Not Wherever you are <laughs> in the afterlife, just be rude. It's still okay to be rude there, too, because I know there's creepers out there in that yeah, realm as well. Is. Maybe we're the creepers, though. It's like the others where they don't know they're dead. And, Ooh. Oh, spoiler alert. If nobody saw that, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that after the fact. Please uh, don't watch anything and come to this, this podcast to expect us not to like yeah, give, out give it out and give it away. <laughs> <laughs> Doc Holiday dies in Tombstone. Oh, damn way. it! Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> it's such a great movie. It really is, and I'm so irritated that I couldn't think of it. It makes me want to go home and watch it, but it is. A I thought one. Doc Holiday. I was as we were both like having these oh moments. I was gonna say Back to the Future. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's Doc, Doc Brown. That's Doc Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of it after. I was like, oh. Another Doc. Uh, yeah. Fair. I wasn't far off. Not at all. No. I was like, wow, I don't remember him having tuberculosis. <laughs> Thinking about that plot he twist. that well. Is that why Marty went back? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. To stop plot the cough. Plot twist. Grab the cough in the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put that mask on. <laughs> <laughs> he came from 2020 oh, with Oh, gosh. <laughs> People would still not put them on. Uh, <laughs> They're like, nope. get out of here, future person. <laughs> Lord. God. Well, what great fun story. Time. It yep. was a fun one. It was a fun one. And um uh there like your um uh the doll. Robert the doll. Robert. That's a great story too. Um super creepy, but yeah. But very cool. Like funny. I mean, I don't know. It is. Creepy. Maybe we'll do like a Halloween one where it's like Robert the doll. Yeah. Yeah, That's a great, that's a great idea. Yeah. There's a bunch of really good stories down in Key West. Um, This was one of them for sure. I actually thought you were going to do Robert the doll. Oh. 
And I was like, okay. But then you started talking about Lena. I'm like, oh, I know which one she's doing. But that's just still a good story, too. Yes. So, And I learned more that I didn't know, actually. Like, there's a lot more information that I was like, oh. I mean, just a lot more background about him. And I thought I remembered he was married. I didn't know he had kids. And there were some other, like, little facts thrown in about stuff he did. I remember the airplane thing he had. and But. Yeah. Maybe. We can go to Key West. Well, duh, that's a great idea. And then do our episode <laughs> on the on in the front tour. of Robert the doll. Oh, oh my gosh. god, he would haunt us forever. <laughs> we definitely have to ask permission. Yes, yeah, he would not like a podcast done in front of him without no. asking permission. We'd be haunted for life. I don't need any more oh bad juju. We, we need to take a picture. We'll ask, but yeah. I think that's yeah. We'll do it like outside away Love from it. him. Yeah, away we'll do our lives. live show there. Yeah, <laughs> Key we'll set up. <laughs> U.S. No one will have asked for it. <laughs> Everyone will throw rocks at us, but it's fine. <laughs> That's what they do in Key West. Shells. There's shells there. They do. Conch shells. Conch. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> We're that good. <laughs> oh, I love all it. right. Okay. Good times. Good times. Till next time. Dark in the room. Oh, dark in the room. I missed my cue. <laughs> I took a big breath. Yes, you did. I was like, what's this? Is she going to cough? <laughs> Am I going to get tuberculosis right now? Oh, positive test. Try again. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. Dark, Dark in, in the, the room. room. We were even off a little bit, but that's it. That's how we're ending it. We are leaving. Goodbye. Bye bye. <laughs>